0: act 3 scene 2 of rollo's wild oat by claire coomer this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox.org act 3 scene 2 the same the following morning at rise discovered bella and lydia bella has a large box Lydia is arranging roses in bowl on table, center.
1: What is it, Bella?
0: As Bella enters left and crosses to Lydia,
1: it's for Mr. George Lucas, marked special. It's his clothes. You might as well take it right up to him, Bella. Wait a minute.
0: She fastens a rose in the cord.
1: Mercy! He'll be glad enough to get em without roses, I should think. Did he seem to enjoy his breakfast, Bella? Did he say anything about my orange marmalade? No, he just swallowed it down. He's too much of a gentleman to complain about
0: anything, I guess.
1: Complain? Why, except that it's a little burnt. It's the best I ever made. Hurry along, Bella.
0: Enter Rolo, left.
1: Rolo, his clothes have come. Soon he'll be dressed and speaking to Grandfather. Who? George, Mr. Lucas oh rollo if you would only tell grandfather what a splendid man he is
2: why should i i don't know what a splendid man he is what's he going to speak to grandfather about about me good heavens lid he isn't going to speak to grandfather seriously is he of course he is why shouldn't he do you think we want you marrying men like that That you've only known a few minutes. (laughs) Actors, bad actors at that.
1: He's not a bad actor.
2: Actors are unkind to their wives, Lyd. How do you know they are? I read it somewhere. Lucas will be unkind to his wife. He's just the type. I shouldn't wonder if he killed her. Why,
1: Rollo, how can you say such things? He has the tenderest heart, and he loves birds and flowers.
2: Murderers always do. It's a fact. Birds come and sit on their cell windows, and they always have an old flower pot with a blade of grass in it, or something. But it's after they've committed the murder.
1: Oh, I think you're dreadful, Rolo. You're making fun of a sacred thing, my love for George Lucas
2: your love <laughs> why Lyd, you dear little soul you know no more about love than
1: you do i suppose how about goldie Macduff?
2: why bring her in what is she to do with it
1: well you think you're in love with her don't you
2: be quiet don't go yelling around like that about love it's
1: disgusting is it I don't see why your love is any more sacred than mine.
2: You're impossible. But I'm fond of you just the same, Lyd. If it hadn't been for me, you'd never have met this objectionable fellow. It's my fault, in a way. And it's up to me to do something about it.
1: Rolo, if you do, I'll never forgive you. Never! I love you now because you've brought this great happiness into my life
2: go easy dear i've just finished my breakfast
1: if you do anything to separate us i
2: won't have to grandfather will settle it why lucas hasn't got a cent
1: how do you know he hasn't he told me he longed for his own place in the hills of surrey how can you long for a thing if you haven't got it
2: it's the easiest thing in the world
1: and he said he loved to ride his horse with the wind blowing in his teeth Or something like that. So he must have a
0: stable. Sits in chair, left of table. Rollo goes to her.
2: The wind will blow in your teeth on a horse from a livery stable just as well, dear. No, you must give him up. Yes, you must. But I'll take you away. We'll go on a trip around the world.
1: How can we? You haven't any money. You've spent it all on Hamlet.
2: We'll take yours and go.
1: We couldn't go around the world on mine.
2: We could go halfway around, and Grandfather would send for us by the time we got to Singapore or some such place.
1: Goldie has refused you, I suppose?
2: We won't speak of
0: her, if you don't mind.
1: She doesn't know what a darling you are. Shall I tell her?
0: Rolo, going up center. No. Here's Grandfather.
2: Do you want to speak to him?
0: Enter Horatio, left. Lydia, rising, going to garden exit.
1: No, I don't. Good morning, Grandfather.
3: Good morning. I'm glad to see you attired in something more appropriate than the costume you were wearing last night.
1: And I'm glad to see you looking more like yourself this morning, Grandfather.
3: Lydia, where's your hair? I left it
1: in New York.
0: You cut it off?
1: i did it for shakespeare
0: cheerfully to rollo
1: the iris is out did you know it
2: yes i read it in the paper
1: i'm going to pick some for ophelia to take back to the city
0: Exits.
3: lydia seems very happy this morning yes i'm afraid she won't be
0: happy long i feel i ought to tell you grandfather horatio sitting at table right Sets up his solitaire. Mr. Lucas is going to have a talk with you. Who is he? Rolo, sitting right of Horatio. Why, don't you remember last night, grandfather?
3: No. I'm
2: trying to forget it. Mr. Lucas is the gentleman who brought Lydia out. The man in the tan tights.
3: I don't care to remember him. But Lydia says a
2: beautiful thing has come into her life, and she means him, and we've got to do something about it. Have him taken to the train. Uh, We can't do that, Grandfather. If he wants to talk to you, I'm afraid you'll have to listen to him. I don't see that. If you refuse, he might run away with her. Oh, he's that sort, is he? i don't know anything about him except that it would be terrible to have him around the house forever reminding us of last night
3: ah there it is rollo you can't do things without involving others you went off to the city and where is it going to end
0: lucas stands in the doorway right i hope it is
2: going to end here grandfather Good morning, Mr. Lucas. Am I intruding? No, not at all. Grandfather, you remember Mr. Lucas? Good morning,
4: sir. Good morning, Mr. Webster. I hope you're feeling better this morning.
3: I'm feeling as well as can be expected under the circumstances. I understand you wish to speak with me. Is that so? Why, yes,
4: Mr. Webster. Since you put it that way, I do. Lydia told me I did,
2: and I told Grandfather. Where is your sister, Mr. Webster? She's in the garden, waiting for the iris to come out, I believe.
0: I'll leave you. Exits left. Horatio continues to play solitaire. Lucas crosses to Horatio. Yes, Mr. Webster, I did want to see you about something very important. During the weeks
4: we have been thrown together... I have become greatly interested in your granddaughter. This feeling has ripened into something deeper. Just a moment.
0: Placing a card with care. Uh,
4: Yes, go on. Yes, this feeling has deepened into something riper. I venture to hope that my sentiment is returned, but before assuring myself of this...
0: His eyes on the cards. Excuse me, Mr.
4: Webster, but you could put that two on the three. Where? There.
3: The two of clubs on the three next to the Queen. I know it. I don't want to. You've said nothing to my granddaughter? No, Mr.
4: Webster. Nothing serious. Of course, I saw a good deal of her during rehearsals. And then last night... I should think so. Her trouble drew us together. I tried to comfort her, naturally. But you haven't asked her to marry you? No, Mr. Webster. I give you my word I have not. Don't... That's my advice. She's nothing but a child.
3: I'm perfectly willing to wait, Mr. Webster. Don't. I wouldn't give my consent if you waited until she was a hundred. Oh,
4: you object to me for some reason?
3: I do. Sit down. You're an actor, and I don't want one in my family.
4: How about your grandson?
3: Rollo is not an actor, and he never will be. He has left the stage forever.
4: I would be perfectly willing to leave the stage forever, Mr. Webster. Why would you? Aren't
3: you any good?
4: Well, I wouldn't say that exactly. But there are other things that interest me far more. My granddaughter? Certainly. But I was thinking of something else.
3: What were you thinking of?
4: I was thinking of steam pumps. You don't say do you know anything about steam-pumps there's nothing i don't know about them mr webster i made them a special study my ambition was to be an electrical engineer but my father wanted me to go on the stage what a damned fool yes dear old man
3: ah well i'm very much interested in a steam-pump the dugdale perhaps you've heard of it
4: no mr webster is it used in england
3: no it isn't but it ought to be lucas i'd like to get you back in honest work the theatre isn't honest there's something wrong with everyone connected with it but how would you like to take my pump to england
0: i wouldn't object at all mr webster horatio glancing at him and then looking away
3: the trouble is you don't look like it don't look like a steam-pump
4: that's it, exactly. You can trust me, Mr. Webster, as an actor, to simulate what I fail naturally to express.
3: You mean you can't act like a steam pump? I'm sure I can. Lucas, it's too bad. You're a man of some quality. I can see that.
0: Glancing at him.
3: But I could never stand it. No, if you go to England in my interests, you must never come back. Not at least until I'm dead. I understand, Mr. Webster. But you let me know, won't you? I'll tell them at my New York office, 17 Broom Street, that you're connected with us in a business way. Certainly, Mr. Webster.
4: I understand. You don't object to my saying goodbye to a granddaughter, Mr. Webster.
3: Delighted to have you. But don't make it long, you know. The longer you make it, the harder it will be for me. I will make it very short, Mr. Webster and you'll take the steam-pump over to england
0: lucas rising it's not romantic but i will horatio rising
3: it may not be romantic but it's solid it's utilitarian
0: lucas smiling a steam-pump oh come
4: mr webster as man to man i know of nothing so temperamental
0: good-bye shaking hands and I hope I won't come back for years. Really, I do. Exits into garden. Uh, damn
3: it, there's something to him. That's the worst of it.
0: Horatio exits left. Enter Bella and Stein, right. Bella at door.
5: Just up in here, please.
0: Stein enters.
5: Will he know who you are?
6: Oh, yes, he knows me.
5: You haven't any
1: books to sell or something of that kind?
6: No, I'm sorry. I didn't bring any books with me.
1: He wouldn't have seen you if he had, that's all.
6: Stein left. It is young Mr. Webster that I wish to see you understand. Oh, Mr. Rollo, just a moment. Did the old man die last night? I don't know. He ain't dead
1: this
0: morning. Exit Bella, right. Enter Goldie, right. She is wearing a morning dress of Lydia's goldie surprised to see him
5: oh mr stein i'm so glad to see you
6: goldie so this is where you came when you went goldie downright to stein
5: yes you must take me back to the city with you when are you going
6: i came to see mr webster after i see him i expect to go what are you doing here
5: oh i don't know I ought never to have come.
6: Was you invited?
5: No, I wasn't. I came last night with Mr. Webster. I knew you'd be terribly angry with me for breaking up the show, and then I was so worried about Mr. Webster's grandfather.
6: Oh, well, I'm through with you for Shakespeare, Goldie, but put on your hat and I will maybe get you into something, if it is only a railroad train. Goldie, going toward door, right.
5: Thank you so much, Mr. Stein.
0: Enter Rolo, left. Crosses to Goldie at door, right. Rolo, plainly nervous, but controlling himself. Good morning, Mr. Stein.
2: Good morning, Goldie. I hope you slept well.
5: I didn't sleep at all, and I was so frightened when I woke up.
2: I'm... Sorry.
5: Mr. Stein is going to take me home, but first I'm to see your grandfather. He sent this note to me this morning.
0: Gives Rolo note. Rolo, reading.
2: Meet me near the large chair in the sitting room at 10.30 promptly. Do you wish me to be here?
5: I don't think your being here would do any good.
2: Are you afraid
0: of him?
5: Not very. Goodbye, Rollo, if I don't see you again.
0: Rollo, taking her hand. Oh, you can say goodbye like that after all we've been through
2: together.
5: Why, there isn't any other way to say goodbye, Rollo, but just to say it, is there?
0: Sometimes there isn't. He drops her
6: hand. Goldie goes. Well, Mr. Webster how do you feel this morning
2: mr stein if there's anything i can do about last night just let me know and i'll do it i feel worse than you possibly can i
6: have you seen the papers no i had them all destroyed it don't matter i have the notices i beg that you will spare me really But you don't understand, Mr. Webster. The notices are all favorable.
0: Taking out paper notices. Sits left of table, center.
6: This is Fume. You know how irritable he is. He is crazy about us.
0: Rolo, right of table, center. Just a moment, Mr. Stein. Did the performance go
6: on after I left? Sure we went on. Reads All doubts of the commercial value of Shakespeare were dispelled last night at the Oddity Theater, where Hamlet was produced by the Rolster Producing Company, Incorporated.
2: But how could you have gone on after I left?
6: Wait! Reads Mr. Rolster appeared in the name part. THE INDISPOSITION OF THE YOUNG MAN WAS NOTICEABLE FROM THE FIRST. STOP. DID YOU SAY
2: WAS NOTICEABLE FROM THE FIRST?
6: FROM THE FIRST.
0: ROLO TAKING PAPER. FROM THE FIRST. WAVING STEIN OFF AS HE READS. WHEN THE impresario ANNOUNCED THAT HE HAD
2: WITHDRAWN FROM THE CAST, AND ASKED IS THERE A HAMLET IN THE HOUSE, the response was almost unanimous and a favorable comment on the classical education of our english-speaking public why mr stein this is pure sarcasm
6: you don't take this seriously we are taking money at the box office seriously mr webster you haven't come to what was the surprise of the evening read it i'd like to hear it again
2: the surprise of the evening was mr james houston who was found to be in mr rolster's dressing room and was perfectly conversant with the role from the moment he stepped upon the stage the house was in an
0: uproar looks up in astonishment at stein houston played the role stein rising goes to rollo
6: THE BIGGEST LAUGHING HIT IN THE WORLD, THAT'S WHAT IT SAYS. I WILL SAY THAT YOU'RE NOT AS FUNNY IN THE PART AS I THOUGHT YOU WOULD BE. THANKS. WHAT IS IT YOU WANT OF ME, MR. STEIN?
2: MY TIME IS LIMITED.
6: I WANT YOU TO PERSUADE HOUSTON TO STAY IN THE PART he isn't as pleased as i am over the way it went oh he's not you tell him rollo that people always laugh more or less over these old shows after all how could anyone that lived as long ago as shakespeare know what would be funny now where is houston he came on the same train as i did but he took a walk from the station, I guess. He says he was nervous. I'll see him when he comes.
0: As Horatio enters, door left.
2: Grandfather, this is Mr.
6: Stein. I have always wanted to meet you, Mr. Webster. Glad to meet you. Uh, sorry, I have a very important engagement this morning. Would you mind stepping outside a moment? not at all come with me and i will finish telling you mrs Pot Gales was ophelia and when she got mad believe me it meant something as for the queen you will laugh your head off when i tell you who doubled in the queen
0: exit stein and rollo horatio looking at his watch seats himself in the large chair right expecting goldie Enter Aunt Lane. Horatio hears her. Horatio, thinking it is Goldie. Come
3: here, my dear, and sit by me.
0: Aunt Lane crosses to him.
7: I will, Horatio. I want you to make out a check for the $85 I've spent out of my housekeeping money for cabs.
3: $85? I thought it was 35
0: Aunt Lane, sitting right of Horatio.
3: There were
7: two. The first was thirty-five, and the second was fifty.
3: I'll attend to it later, Lane. I don't wish to be disturbed now.
7: I'm afraid I shall have to disturb you about something else, too, Horatio. Coming through the garden a few minutes ago, I saw Lydia and Mr. Lucas on the bench by the iris bed. They were sitting in perfect silence.
3: Well, what of it? If they couldn't think of anything to say to each other... How else could they sit?
7: It was not because they couldn't think of anything else to say, Horatio. It was because they didn't need to say anything. Besides, he was holding her hand. I knew it. Yes. I believe she's madly in love with him.
3: Rubbish. Madly in love, a child like Lydia, madly in love...
7: Young girls love very deeply, Horatio. Well, at least he's very handsome, and we need some handsome men
3: in Shelbrook. I don't think there's one. Lane, do be quiet. It's all been attended to. I'm going to send him to England next week.
0: Enter Lydia through French door. Aunt Lane, rising, coming down center. It's cruel.
1: Aunt Lane, I am so happy i'm so happy grandfather what did you say to him to mr lucas he's so happy
3: is he i'm going to send him to england my dear i'm doing it for the best that's all i can say
1: i'm sure you are but he'll come back i know he'll come back i knew it when he said good-bye to me in the garden he
0: said it so strangely horatio irritated by her cheerfulness
3: Strangely, oh, yes, of course. Everything to a young girl is strange. It has to be, or it wouldn't be interesting.
7: There, Horatio. If it hadn't been for a young girl, you wouldn't be in existence. What do you mean by that?
3: Your mother. My mother was a sensible woman.
0: Aunt Lane to Lydia sympathetically.
3: How do you mean, darling?
7: he said good-bye to you strangely did he kiss you oh no only said darling he said darling good-bye
3: good-bye darling ah be sure you get it right between you as if it made the slightest difference
1: no nothing makes the slightest difference because he loves me I shall sit on the garden bench by the iris bed and think of him every day until he comes back.
0: Lydia starts off left. Well, I'm glad she's happy.
3: But I want the garden bench moved away from the iris bed.
0: The garden
7: bench will not be moved, Horatio.
0: Enter Goldie, right. Goldie, surprised to see Lydia.
5: Miss Bouton!
1: I'm not really. I'm his sister
5: his sister
1: goldie he's such a darling he told me not to tell you but he is
0: exit lydia into garden
7: miss bowton was just a joke we
3: didn't want anyone to know lane i have an appointment with this young lady will you go into the garden
0: aunt lane to goldie with dignity
7: i'll be in the library my dear if you should need me
0: exit aunt lane right
3: Did I make a cry last night, Goldie?
5: Yes, Mr. Webster, just a little.
3: I'm sorry, come here.
0: She goes to sit in chair left of table, center.
3: No, here.
0: She goes to chair right of Horatio and sits.
3: I sent for you because I wish to ask you a few questions.
5: Yes, Mr. Webster.
3: Questions, my dear, relating to your grandmother.
5: Oh, yes, Mr. Webster.
3: Did she, er, did she ever mention my name?
5: What is your name, Mr. Webster?
3: Horatio. But she always called me Horry.
5: Well, you see, I was so young when I left England, but I'm sure she did, to my mother anyway. Did you know Grandma when she was playing?
3: Yes, that was when I knew her. The beautiful Mary Mo. You have a trace of her, but not much, my dear. Not much.
5: Oh, no, I'm not like Grandma.
3: Mary was the most exquisite Ophelia. How I wept over her mad scene.
5: You would weep over mine, but it would be for a very different reason, Mr. Webster. I simply can't act. I don't like it, and I can't.
3: Can't you now? What do you like to do?
5: Oh, I don't know, really. I never had time to do anything I like. I love children and flowers and my sweet grass sewing basket. I love to sew and and put initials on things.
3: (laughs) Do you now? Poor little Barry. But your name isn't Mary.
5: Yes, Mr. Webster, it is. They call me Goldie, but I was named after Grandma oh
3: if she had only been more like you
5: oh dear no one ever said that before
3: i would have given her all the flowers and children and sewing baskets and initials in the world but she wouldn't have them
5: oh really mr webster was it that way
3: that's the way it was my dear if i had waited everything might have been different
5: I might have been your granddaughter, Mr. Webster, with some little changes.
3: Yes, that's true. And now history repeats itself. You refused my grandson. He told me you did last night, and I couldn't get a word out of him about that lady you gave me to suppose he was interested in.
5: Oh, did you speak of her when you promised me you wouldn't?
3: Certainly I did. Promises like that are only made to be broken.
0: Enter ROLO up center from garden.
3: Grandfather,
2: Houston is here. I think perhaps we'd better see him together.
3: Why, what has happened to make
0: Houston so formidable? Mr. Stein has happened. Goldie crosses right center.
5: Oh, and I'm going back to town with him.
0: He's gone.
5: Someone would take me to the train?
0: Rolo crosses to her. Someone will. Will you
2: wait for me in the library?
0: She hesitates.
2: You will wait for me in the library.
0: Exit Goldie. Rolo crosses to chair right of Horatio and sits. They want
2: Houston to continue in the part of Hamlet, Grandfather.
0: Horatio, who was pleasantly preoccupied, starts.
3: Houston,
2: uh, to continue in what? It seems he went on and played the part last night. He was very amusing, so they say. Amusing? We must try to persuade him not to, Grandfather. They will pay him a lot to do it, but I think we owe it to Shakespeare. Not to allow our butler to make him a laughing-stock?
3: Why, certainly we can have him put in an insane asylum without any trouble, I should think. Houston, plain Hamlet.
0: Enter Houston, from the garden.
8: Pardon me, sir. May I come in?
0: Come in, Houston.
2: We were expecting you.
3: What is it you want to do, Houston?
0: To Rollo. Remember, you are a witness. Houston, downright.
8: I wish to return to service, sir.
0: What? Houston, to Rollo.
8: I have left everything in order in the studio, sir. I do not wish to stay with anyone connected in any way with the theater. Really? I am crushed, sir. I have played the greatest part in the world. And during the soliloquy?
0: They laughed at me. They laughed. Horatio, unable to restrain himself. Good, good. Rollo reproves him with a glance.
3: I mean, uh, horrible. Oh, horrible.
8: The times have changed, sir. There is no appreciation of greatness. The stage has been debased.
2: I'm glad to hear you say so, Houston. I'm through with it.
8: I would like you to give me a reference, sir. Would you like to come back here, Houston?
3: Yes, sir. You won't need Houston, Rollo? No, sir. I'm going on a trip around the world. I see. Consider yourself re-engaged, and your wages raised to any reasonable figure, Houston.
8: Yes, sir. Thank you, sir.
2: Starts right to door. Tell Miss Macduff I want to speak to her, Houston. Long distance, sir. No, she's in the
0: library. As Houston is about to exit, crosses to Houston. Houston, I
2: feel I ought to thank you for what you did last night.
8: I beg that you won't, sir. I'd rather we never refer to the subject again.
2: I feel the same way, Houston. But we shouldn't. We should learn something from our experience yes sir i am beginning to think that hamlet is a thing to be played in the privacy of one's bedroom houston we should no more do it before an audience than we should pray before them perhaps you're right sir houston just one question what did you wear
8: my father's old hamlet costume sir i had taken it to the theatre and hung it beside yours. Oh. You thought you might be called upon? No, sir. Just for old time's sake. No, sir. If I had expected to wear it, I would have had had it darned.
2: Oh, Houston. Good heavens. Yes, sir. I shall try and make it up to you in some other way, Houston. What have you done with your costume?
8: I have laid it away in mothballs, sir.
0: Lay mine with it. He holds out his hand, which Houston takes silently. Houston exits right. Rolo comes back, left of table.
3: You were so high and mighty with me last night. You never gave me a chance to tell you, Rolo. My actress was Mary's grandmother. Who is Mary? Mary is Ophelia. Grandfather.
2: You don't mean that your actress was my... Goldie's...
3: Grandmother? No. Your Goldie's grandmother was my actress. Ah, those days in London, Rollo. The happiest days of my life. Why didn't you stay there, Grandfather? Mary wouldn't have me. She wouldn't leave the stage for anybody. And I came back to America and married your grandmother then mary relented wrote me letters such beautiful letters but grandma was firm i never saw her again it's awfully sad grandfather
2: if you'd stayed in london i might have been a good
0: actor horatio rises and starts toward the french door rollo to centre
3: yes if you are going to take a trip around the world my boy I suppose you want to see if you can persuade mary to go with you well i have no objections
2: that's too bad sir because she has
3: don't give up just because she doesn't want you why i asked her grandmother at least a hundred times and i know now that i lost her through my lack of persistence persistence next to brute force rollo is the most important of the virtues in dealing with women
0: AS HE EXITS THROUGH THE DOOR LEFT.
3: Oh, yes, we get to know these things too late. That's the trouble.
0: EXITS. ROLLO UP LEFT. Enter Goldie. Goldie, to below table centre.
5: Did you want to speak to me?
2: Yes. Why didn't you tell me your name was Mary?
5: Why, Mr. Webster? Does it make any difference? Uh, Of course
2: it does. It's my favorite name. You told my grandfather. Why keep it from me?
5: I'm sorry. I wouldn't have told him. Only it came up while we were talking.
2: He was in love with your grandmother.
5: I know it.
2: He's perfectly willing for me to marry you.
5: Oh, is he? Are you sure? Did he say so?
2: Yes, but... what difference does it make? You're not willing. I asked you last night, and... and... you refused me. If you think I'm going to ask you this morning just because my grandfather is willing... you're mistaken.
5: Still, I can't help being glad he wouldn't have minded Mr. Webster.
2: Why is it Mr. Webster this morning? Why the excessive formality? When only last night it was Rolo. And I was kissing you in my dressing room.
5: Oh, Mr. Webster, don't. It seems so awful to speak of such things here.
0: Rolo crosses to her. Where did you get that dress?
5: Lydia lent it to me. It belongs to someone who's coming to spend the weekend.
2: Well, then, I certainly won't be here.
5: Do you know who it belongs to?
2: Yes. I've often played tennis with it. Goldie, listen to me. If you expect me to go on proposing to you, the way my grandfather did it to your grandmother, one hundred times that he remembers, and... Probably more that he's forgotten.
0: Just put it out of your mind. Goldie, sitting left of table, center.
5: Why, Mr. Webster?
2: Stop calling me that. I ask you now for the last time, making a sum total of two. This will be final, Goldie. I mean it.
0: Stopping in fear.
2: If you like. I'll wait until you know more of what I'm going to develop into. The Websters are all precisely alike. I'll get my Uncle John Webster to come for a visit, and you can look at him. That will be me at middle age. And I'll be just like my grandfather when I'm 70. That's all there is to it. Take me... Or leave me. I will not go on with
0: this. Stopping miserably.
5: Will you let me say something?
0: Yes, please. Say it quickly. Just
2: one word.
5: I can't. Uh,
2: Two, then. No. Three, then. Goldie, is it? The right three?
5: No. Rolo, I want you to forgive me. Oh. I thought such dreadful things of you, because of the girl I heard singing in your apartment the first day I met you. Now I know it was your sister.
2: Lydia? She doesn't sing very well, but I'm not responsible for that.
5: You must forgive me for what I thought. She was there, you see. So were you. I know, but she was there first, and I was so surprised and disappointed, because I thought you were so nice.
2: I see. You thought she was a wild oat. It doesn't matter. Don't apologize for that.
5: Oh, Rolo, I'm so sorry about... Hamlet.
2: (laughs) Good heavens! (laughs) Don't be sorry for Hamlet,
0: be sorry for me. Goldie, her handkerchief to her eyes.
5: That's what I mean. You care more for him than you do for anybody.
0: Rollo, affected by her tears, bends over her.
2: I don't, I don't. Why, Goldie, I realize now that all the time I was striding through Hamlet, I was really only stumbling along my way to you. (laughs) He straightens up. I'll ask you to marry me again, when we both feel more like it.
5: Will you? I'd like not to be crying when I accept you.
2: Then we'll go on a long journey, far away from here. We'll borrow your sister's baby, so people will think we've been married a long time and won't annoy us. Wouldn't you like that?
5: Yes, but oh, it would be even more wonderful to stay here in this house and walk in that beautiful garden and feel that it was home.
0: Rolo holding out his hand. Goldie rises. Oh, well, we can do that,
2: too. It won't take long to walk around the garden and think about
0: home a little. They start for French Door, Rollo's arm about Goldie.
5: Rollo, I love your grandfather.
0: Never mind, darling. I love your grandmother. They go out the door into Garden. Curtain End of Act Three, Scene Two End of Rollo's Wild Oat By Claire Coomer